Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Really? No, really. Really? No, really. Hello and welcome to Really No Really with Jason Alexander and Peter Tilden, who remind you it wouldn't kill you to subscribe to our show. But something that can kill you is the subject of today's episode, especially if you live in the beautiful Sunshine State. Florida is now infested with an estimated 300,000-plus pythons, some 20 feet long and weighing up to 250 pounds. Currently, the only way to control these non-native snakes is by sending hunters deep into alligator-infested swamps to find, capture, and kill these apex predators. Really no really. You'll also hear about Jason's startling close encounter with a snake, plus the touching story of the man with an emotional support, Alligator. Here's Jason and Peter. You know, they have a, 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 a python problem, a Burmese python problem in the Florida Everglades. People tend to get them as pets, and then they get a little unwieldy, and they release them, and they become predatory animals, and they upset the balance of the uh, ecology of the Everglades. So people go out and they capture these things. That's the thing to do is capture it. So uh, I don't know, you know, you, you might not know, pythons can get to be big. So imagine something 17 feet, 17 feet long, weighing about 110 pounds. What do you think is the bare requirement to send somebody out to capture that thing? I have got to figure crocodile Dundee, the crocodile hunter, maybe a 400 pound guy with a gun <laughs> and a scope. No, a little woman, five foot four, 120 pounds, went out and captured a 17 foot, three inch python herself. No weapons. She took basically a baggie <laughs> and a lot of chutzpah. Uh, Amy Siwi uh, was a real estate person in, in Indianapolis and went to Florida and got involved with this python hunting thing and got hooked. She's going to tell you her story. Can you see what that moment when she said, I'm not showing another person a house. 
Right. I've had I've it. Had I've it. had it. Like done. in the middle of a couple right. weeks, when I'm done, yeah. and I'm going to go. You know what? I'm aggravated. I'm going this to the Everglades. I'm going to the Everglades. <laughs> well, the insects are the size of my head. Anytime I've peed in the Everglades, I've seen two sets of eyes looking up right. at me. Yeah. Why would exactly. you go there? We got to. Yeah. So we should so find she out. She has captured and killed more than 400 pythons. She wow. hosts guided tours where ticket buying guests go out there with her. She makes all kinds of beautiful uh, python leather products, like uh, watch bands and whatnot. And as I say, she has, uh, I don't think there's a woman with a, with a bigger record than this. A 17-foot, 3-inch python, 110 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, a woman I'm already afraid of. And, <laughs> and welcome, Amy Seawee. Hi, Amy. Well, hello. Thanks for having me. A pleasure. A it's, pleasure. Am, it's amazing, <laughs> look, amazing <laughs> looking at you because, I mean, if you, if, I don't know if the listener have been to the Everglades. There's so many things other than the python, which can cause you to wreak The python is a relief. (laughs) (laughs) So just tell your story for a minute and get us up to speed. What did happen with the real estate job where you went, no moss, I'm going to go catch pythons? Actually, nothing happened. I wasn't even looking for a new career. I loved real estate. I was good at it. And that that was my track. But the thing is, I love snakes. I've got this passion for snakes. And I always have since I was a little girl. My dad put me in the creek and taught me how to catch all kinds of critters. And I just had this crazy fascination with snakes. And it, it just never ended. And what is, <laughs> so, it, what is it? Because I'm, he's creeped out by them. I am so creeped yeah, out. I, I mean, won't I even go hiking. Get, I don't want to get Freudian. But I've heard you say, I don't know what it is. I've just always <laughs> loved snakes. Delve a little bit. Try and look in a mirror and figure out what the hell your problem is. What's with you and the snakes? What Listen, is it? If, Seriously. If I could answer, I, I was like, why wasn't it puppies or kittens or dolphins yes. or something normal? You know, or why didn't I play with Barbies? Why am I playing with snakes? This is so stupid. But that's that's what it is. And it's it's actually my dad had this tremendous, you know, love for nature and taught me all kinds of things about it. And then the snakes, I think it's because we didn't see them as often as everything else. And it was, you know, they were, you know, you didn't want them to bite you, obviously. And it was almost kind of like a challenge. It was a huge challenge. And so whenever we would catch one, it would be, you know, it, it would be amazing. And so I just, from there, this crazy passion But let me ask you, started. too, because I, yeah, I don't know. Turtles didn't cut it for you? Turtles? Yeah, or? no. Frogs. No? Crawdads. Yeah. Kind of boring so, to so me. Really? When you have a snake, <laughs> okay. I see these videos, especially when I was looking to do research this, and they're lunatics who have these terrariums with the snakes in it. And the guy's walking in and think, oh, he almost bit me. And he's laughing. I'm going, what, what, what world? What satisfaction? Is there a relationship that you get with a snake? Can you understand the snake? Can you understand you the behavior? parcel tongue is what he's, you know. <laughs> no, with a dog, with a dog you, you hope you get a relationship and you can expect sure. your expectations or whatever. Yeah. With a cat, even, even though they're sneaky and I wouldn't have one again. <laughs> but, um, and they suck the life out of you. you. You can get what they're about. Even when you see people with big cats, they can anticipate maybe. With a snake, what enjoyment do you get about having a snake in your room when you go to sleep at night? Do you go to kiss the snake at night? Is it? I mean, is it a? Is there a relationship? <laughs> or or no? that's presuming. But do you do you do you find an affectionate relationship between snakes or a bonding relationship between yourself and snakes? No, there's no bonding with a snake. They actually don't have the part of their brain that's you know the emotional piece of it. So they they know me. The snakes that I've owned in the past, because I used to be a breeder, they know me because I feed them basically. Yeah. But when I go out there in the swamp, I mean, obviously, they're all out to try to, you know, they don't, let me, let me back up. People are not on the menu. Okay. So 
these pythons are not actually coming after us to eat us. So it actually makes my job a little bit harder because they're very, very hard to find. If they were trying to eat me, at least I'd know where they are. So then I could you know, what a negative. easier. What I, a can, negative. I can be bait. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so you leave real estate and got to the Everglades. Sure. Well, I learned about the Python problem down here. I had no idea it was a thing. And when I found out about it, I thought, whoa, what is this? I really need to go down and see what this is all about. You can catch pythons in Florida. That's kind of cool. And so I went on vacation. I went on a hunt. I caught a python and I was hooked. I was like, this is it. This is what I'm, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> it was it love. Right it was then. that, it was that amazing. It was that big a rush and adrenaline rush for you to do it. Well, it, it wasn't even that. It was that this is, I can take this passion and I can use it and make a difference in the world. I can actually help Florida with this colossal problem because I'm not afraid of them. I know a lot about them and I constantly want to learn. So I'm, I'm an asset to, to the team in Florida. Okay, I've seen the video, but for people that haven't, can you describe briefly how do you, how how do you, do you capture, capture a 17-foot python? What do you do? Well, typically with a normal snake, but that's not quite that big, you just you grab it behind the head, right? You, you get all the way up behind the jaws because if you get down even just a little bit, they'll turn around and they'll nail you. So you have to catch them behind the, the head. So with a 17-footer, though, you know, I was by myself. And I cannot outmuscle a 17-footer. Most people can't. And so I knew early on that I was probably going to come across a big snake and I needed to be prepared for how I was going to do this. And so in the vet and, and pet store business, you know, we would put a, a dark cloth over the animal's eyes or their face to calm them down. So I thought, hmm, maybe this would work for a python. So I practiced with like a couple 13 and 14-footers and I would put this bag, <laughs> this, this six by six inch drawstring bag over these Python's heads and they just stopped. It just stopped them cold. So I, so the night that I caught that 17 footer, it was so funny because I was by myself. It's midnight and I'm driving my truck slowly down the road and I see this thing periscoping. And that's when they, they kind of, they're up about two or three feet in the oh, air. That's, so I wanted see, to ask about, nobody believes that. I read that part, the periscoping. So that's like a cobra. Uh -huh. It's sitting, it's actually sitting up looking at you. Yes, it is. But it's the telltale sign is that is that white against all of the, the green and brown, right? So, so they yeah. stand out. And so I, I see that and I pull the truck over and I grab my GoPro and I grab my little bag <laughs> and I get out and I don't know how big the snake is. I mean, I just know that it's a python. And so in the meantime, it had gone down. So when I finally, I finally see some pattern through the grass and I follow it up and I see the biggest head of a snake I've ever seen. And I'm standing there and I'm looking at this bag and I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? But I just, you know, you can't hesitate. So I just jumped on it and, and I, I nailed it down. Now, keep in mind, I can't see the, the rest of the snake. I have no idea how big the snake right. is. I just know that it's pretty big. And it's, it's, it wasn't a wrestling match. It was more a battle of strength because it was trying to shimmy back into the swamp. So I'm, you know, actually squatting it up with my, you know, legs, trying to keep it from, from going back in the swamp. And then I ended up getting that bag over its head. And as soon as I did, it just stopped. I mean, and you can see the video is kind of a struggle, but it, the, the snake stopped. So I was just sitting there on top of a snake at midnight in a ditch on the side of the highway. And I'm like, huh, now I have to pull this thing out of here. <laughs> yeah. And that's when a, a, another truck of, of people you knew, who I guess were fellow hunters. Yeah. Some other hunters drove by. So I yelled out and they backed up and they said, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sitting on a python. They're like, why? 
like, you'll see. <laughs> and they came down and, oh my gosh. And they, they both said, this is the biggest Python we've ever seen. So it was, it was pretty uh, cool. We will, we will post um, the video of Amy's uh, capture of this on our website. You can also see it at her website as well. And we'll give you that information at the end. But exactly as you say, I'm watching the video and I'm seeing what you're seeing through your GoPro. You're right on top of this thing. I can't see it until you actually put your hands you around know, the head. I couldn't see what you were seeing. It just looked like weeds and straw and muck. And I, and if it's disguised <laughs> and you're going for it and you can't find it right away, can it then turn on you and bite you as a, as a defense mechanism? Yeah, absolutely. You can miss. And they got razor, you, razor you sharp can, teeth, right? They have a mouthful of razor sharp teeth. teeth. I've been bitten. I don't even know how many times. So many times. Do you, have a, do you have a visible bite once. scar anywhere that you can show no, us? No. No. Okay. It would be so cool if I did, but they don't scar for some reason. Uh-huh. Don't I give know, it that time. sounds really weird. Yeah. Give you it want, time, You want to see how they can scar? Take me on a hunt. You'll see <laughs> how badly all that's going to leave a mark has never been truer. So the other thing I got to wonder about the Everglades. In the Everglades, you're jumping in there. There's stuff in there. There's, there's gators. There's all kinds of stuff. How do you know what you're stepping into if it's night and you can't see? Well, you don't. When I first moved there, I thought I was going to have to have like a 50 cal. And, you know, for the bears and the gators and the pythons and the panthers and, you know, all the venomous snakes that are there and all kinds of things. But at the end of the day, they don't want anything to do with you. I mean, they, they really, really don't. Gators, um, too, gators would not attack you. If you stepped within a foot of a gator, they're not going to go, ooh, here's something. They wouldn't do usually, it. Usually they don't let you get that close to them. Now, the only thing that I would be worried about is a bull alligator that it, during mating season, that's being territorial. I yeah. would think, and a lot of, ga there's a lot of videos, by the way, in Fl love Florida, love on golf courses when a, a giant python is fighting an alligator <laughs> on like the eighth <laughs> tee, and yeah. these guys, these guys are standing there. But, and by uh, the way, pissed that they uh, we got to, uh, we're trying to guys, play through. Guys. Can we y'all it? We're trying to play through. So <laughs> the amazing thing about uh, these pythons and why they've eradicated the mammal population there is they eat every, I mean, they're eating the panthers, they're eating the, the gators, they're eating all of the mammals. So they don't have right now any other predator. And they're saying there's no chance at eradicating them all because there could be 150,000, there could be 300,000. They're not sure how many there are, correct? That is correct. That is correct. But yes, yeah, so they, there are no predators. They, we are it. We are it. I mean, we've got invasive hogs and hogs will eat pythons. Pythons will eat hogs, but nobody eats <laughs> enough of each other to make a difference. Same yeah. with alligators. Neither one are very high on each other's, you know, priority list of food. And they're going north now too. They're up in like West Palm. I hear they they're gambling they're... in Boca. They're going to del delis in Boca. I mean, they're, ev they're, ev they're everywhere, right? They're really getting to spread out. Amy, this... Okay, I'm just going to... Carte Blanche statement. You have more uh, chutzpah than I do. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, I, I don't think I could do what you do. I, I really do... Why do you think people have, many people, have such a repulsion to snakes? It seems to be a, a huge phobia for many, many people. Do you have any thoughts on it? So I think it, you know, they're also portrayed, you always see these giant teeth, you know, they're yeah. going into these fangs of the, of the vipers and the and rattlesnakes. And I think that, you know, people don't want to get bitten by that. Yeah, yeah, but you know, fun. it's it's weird. Uh, people get bitten by dogs too, but generally, that's, that's not as big a phobia. It, there's, I think it's to me, there's something about they they are very they feel very 
alien, as many reptiles Bingo. and amphibians do. Bingo. That's they're not. It. They're not cuddly. They don't have the warm they eyes. Look they're not anything. furry. They don't you don't look, want to pet oh, them. Right, right? Exactly. They just, you don't see snakes playing a piano. You don't on even YouTube. understand how are they moving. Exactly. You know, what, how, what are they doing? They're so but, alien to us that they're, yeah. they're, 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 it's a scary. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So here, here's the question I was going to ask you. Are you just generally uh, a little less fearful than most people, or is there stuff that you go, yeah, I know it's irrational, but this scares me? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I will say this. Jumping in that swamp, it's, it's a challenge. It's fun. Wow. Are you friendly? I know there's wow. Dusty the Wild Man Crumb, and there's the, what, the Swamp Apes. There's a bunch of people doing what you yep. do, and are they... There's a certain amount that are sanctioned by the state to go out to try and eradicate. And then there's the big roundup. The ten, is it the 10-day ten, ten round, roundup? Is that yes, what it is? Yes. Where you come yes. down there and you get paid, where, how much? Four, oh, it's big money. Big money, Pete. I heard it's like 50 bucks for the snake in general. And then for the first four feet, there's nothing. And then after four feet, it's like 10 bucks a foot. You can really, you can eat at Arby's at the end of a well, But listen to me, <laughs> don't see you poo-poo stuff that we don't understand. It's not, I'm just saying, for what they're doing, listen, it's not a lot I know, of money. but you're in the Everglades, you just finished bowling, you're on your way home. You see a snake across the road, you pick it up, you drop it in a drop box, no, you, you make need some to cash. Be licensed. You oh. need a license to do this, don't you? No, the public can, uh, can hunt see? the snakes. However, they cannot transport them live. So they have to be killed on site. Oh, and I heard about, Peter, let me tell you about the killing thing. I, I read something about the killing. It's a two-step yeah. two method to do it, you know, to do it nicely. To do it you nicely. So the first thing, the, the method. The first step is screaming, step I, one, got a python, I got a python. First, yeah, first step <laughs> is fleeing. And then step 1A is. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this. This is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. First, yeah, first step is fleeing, <laughs> and then step 1A is your method should result in the animal losing consciousness immediately. You read, you read to him, what do you do? You destroy the animal's brain by piffing, which, which prevents it from regaining consciousness. So conscious, the consciousness part, the thing I saw, is like a, it's like a, it's, it's, did you see No uh, Country, no country for, for Old Men? Yeah, no it's country for old men. It's go. this little thing that you go, boom, <laughs> and it like sends a pellet. Bang him right in the head 
in this in the sweet spot and they're unconscious. Now, <laughs> I, that's where I would walk away, going, "Well, it's not chasing me now." And then I think the next part is you take. I saw like this is going to be gross. Like a screwdriver goes in and you kind of like. Oh, you is, stir that, a is, pot. is that accurate? You're like Jason? stirring the pot. That's and it. it that's what you up, do. It breaks oh up my the god. Brain. Oh my god. Yeah. And then if you're if you're if you're Amy, <laughs> you spend the next seventeen hours skinning an 18 foot python <laughs> and you dry it and she makes very beautiful things out of it, out of it. do you know out of one 18 foot python you can get one driving glove <laughs> <laughs> no she might i I'm saw kidding. i think i saw belts yes i saw watch bands or or bracelets of some kind yeah i've got watch bands apple oh, watch wow, bands. Look at wow. That. oh that is actually gorgeous thank you wow thank wow. you yeah so i skin them on my the lanai of my snowbird condo never did i think <laughs> that i'd be doing that <laughs> From from, um, from from selling real estate. Now, there's yeah. your significant other who I'm guessing still with you. I don't want to probe. But is he as, in, <laughs> is he as, in, is he as into this stuff as you are? Because I could see me coming out in my bathrobe and going, and she's got another, yeah, another, foot, another thing probably. hanging from the thing yeah. in the condo. <laughs> yes, no? No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> so I, I just have to tell you this, though. So he's a hunter and a fisherman, you know, very outdoorsy. Yeah. Really appreciated my my passion for snakes and everything. He would go hunting with me. He would he would drive the truck and I would be able to spot, right? Yep. Yeah. And then one day we come across a 14 and a half foot python. I'm like, babe, I think I'm gonna need your help for this. And so you have to remember this is kind of in the beginning. I don't have all of my, you know, techniques down. And the one thing that I'm gonna preface this with is that when a python bites you or bites a, a its prey, it bites and then it wraps it, its coil. It's the first third yeah. of its body, right? So we call that throwing the elbow. So so I jump on this thing. And so it just starts coiling around me and I'm fighting it. And and Dave's like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, I'm like, get the elbow, get the elbow. He's like, what? I said, get the elbow. He's like, it's a Heston snake. Where's the elbow? <laughs> you know? So I was like, oh, oh God. my but gosh. We actually, it was a fight. She kicked our butts all over the place. And at the end of it, the snake is like done. I'm laying on top of the snake. Dave's like, you know, leaned against a tree. And he's like, uh, yeah, this is kind of cool. I think I can. So it took you really? a day to another Did he level? get into it? Another level. Yeah. So he's into yeah. it now. Yep. So he, he uh, is my How partner now. Like, he's my driver and my captain. Mm. So he goes out with me. He's my driver and my captain. Do you, know the, a... do you know the old joke about the two guys that go out? One guy gets bit by the poisonous snake and they says uh, it gets bit in, in a private area. And the other guy runs and the doctor says, no problem. You just got to suck out the poison. And the guy comes back and he says, what did the doctor say? The doctor said, you're going to die. That's, yeah. uh, that would, I would be your boyfriend in the truck with you with the 14 foot python going, sorry, honey, you're, you're going to die. She wins. <laughs> Have you ever come across somebody who tried to take out a python and it managed? I think I read somewhere, a college kid that you had to unravel. It had, it had gone around him. And if it had kept going, it would oh, not have Jake, been good. Yes. Jake is awesome. He's a very, very good hunter. And he was with some of his buddies that weren't hunters. And they came across this, the, the record, 19-foot python. And it was, I mean, it was a pretty big snake. So I pull up as, as this, I see him kind of pull the tail a little bit. The python goes to strike and he jumps on it. So this is when I'm walking, at, getting out of my truck and he's on the ground and it's kind of wrapping him up. And there's these three kids just standing there. And so I was like, hey, do you guys need some help? And he's like, Amy, I know you have tape. I know you have tape, tape your mouth. So I was like, yep. So I told the two of the kids, I'm like, hey, pull the tail, you know. And so they did. And then I 
pulled the coil off of his shoulder so he could actually sit up, right? And then, you know, we got the mouth tape, but that that was a big snake. That was that was pretty cool. I know the the um the arena for hunting these animals is is probably male dominated, but do you ever get attitudes from these guys or are you one of the guys if you're doing this, you're one of the guys? You know, I I don't ever get any attitude. It's everybody's in this for a different reason. Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, yes, it it tends to seem like it would be more of a, a masculine yeah. <laughs> thing. It's everybody's on the same team. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're all, all supportive, good even though know. it gets kind of competitive within, within it. And, you know, there's always some drama. Yeah. We're always going to have that. But for the most part, you know, everybody, we, we get along. We're, we, we're a team. We're trying to get this done. And, you know, however we can do it. We're, how many people right now are working catching pythons and how many are they catching? Um, the state has a hundred contractors. Mm. And I'm not part of the, that program anymore because I went, I started doing the guiding because, you know, as Jason had mentioned, you need to make a living. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So how many, <laughs> and how, many snakes, anyway. how many snakes of the hundreds of thousands that have, do you, do you guys eradicate a year, do you think? Well, since the beginning of these programs in 2017, 20,000 is how many we've caught. And so probably prevented the birth of unknown. We have, but that's nothing compared to the, potentially 500,000 that are out there. I mean, we are the most effective tool right now, the hunters. And it's an average of one python every 12 hours is what we're doing. And so that's, that's, not, that's not great, but it's the most effective thing we have, even though there's a ton of research going on right now to try to figure out a better way. You know, we can't give up in the meantime. We right, can't just right. say, oh, pythons, you win. You know, we have to try because somebody at some point will come up with some way to be more effective. And to even hunt is there anything, if somebody was hearing this story and they wanted to be of service, either with a donation or in some way, is there, is there any way that people that are concerned about this can contribute to the effort? We've got the national parks, you know, donations for the national parks are, you know, that a lot of that does go into the Python program. Um, you know, you can actually, if you like the jewelry and the bracelets, you can, you know, buy some of those because yeah. a, a piece of, you know, it, it not only funds me, helps fund me to be able to stay out there and do this. But it also, you know, I give, I donated, uh, let's see, I'm at over 400,000 now since I've started this. I donate hunts to charities in Southwest Florida. So I've raised, I think, man, I think it's like 430,000 so far. And nothing warms the heart like seeing Amy take out senior citizens from from the Southern Florida after yeah. those hunts. Till Boca Vista. Till Boca yeah. Vista. <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for coming on. And Continued thank you for success. For thank helping. you for your great work. Congrats on your, on your uh, practically record-breaking. Amy, thanks. Caption. Be safe. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Amy. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. 
Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. So I've learned a couple of things here. Number one, I'm, uh, I'm not going to marry her. I'm not going to be her fiance. That's I'm not going sure. to the Everglades. Yeah. Ever, I'm not going to anywhere near Florida. Florida, probably not Florida either. <laughs> but, but the interesting thing, because it's so out of control and all the government agencies say you can't eradicate them. You just can't because there's so many. What they're thinking of doing or what they're trying to do, they're all you're doing with tracking. Well, they'll put the food out like a possum with yeah. a GPS thing so right. that the snake can eat it and maybe they can track the snake. But also they're thinking what they did genetically to modify mosquitoes where they just, the only offspring they have is male. So that even if they, oh, they give so eggs, they, right. that it's that. Right, and they're trying right. to use drones. Although as she said, the fascinating thing is that an 18-foot-long snake... You don't see it. You don't see it. And the only hope is that with invasive species, other species are now going, let's eat the egg. And they're starting... There's, there's adapt... Yeah, there's maybe. Adapt- no, well, but, there's you a, know, they don't... Well, I guess there's a, What happens... The there's adaptation because, yeah. because the species that are prey are, are called naive species because they've never experienced it before, so they don't know. Right. But hopefully over time, there's adaptability. Sure. And a cougar goes... Well, screw that. I'm, yeah. eat, I'm, eating, yeah, yeah, the, I'm yeah. eating the eggs so that they can possibly get ahead of this. But I don't know. All I, don't I can know. tell you is she, she blew right by, you know, because she doesn't have it. The, the whole fear of snake thing. I remember Dana and I, years ago, my wife and I were in a place called America's Stonehenge. And if I can find these photographs, I think we can. I know where they are. I, and I'll, post, I'll put them on our website, okay? Because my wife mounted them. Like this. So America's Stonehenge was a, was a, a, a natural, uh, some tribes, a home, you know, tribal home. And they built their homes. They would dig down into the earth. So they built like these little huts and things under the, uh, under the top of the earth. And there'd be little steps down. So you, so big thing is you go down and you stand in the entrance of one of the little homes and you take a photograph. So Dana's, Dana's on the surface and I'm down. And there's ground levels, right? Where so we're casually, ha-ha. Right, I mean, ah, yeah. ha-ha. Now, at the time, if you saw the beginning of Seinfeld, I used to have this big, thick strip of hair down the middle. I, I had the bald patch in the back, 
and the hairline was receding, but I had this little yes. strip of hair going across the middle. So in the first photograph, I'm, my head is up and I'm cocky and I'm leaning against this thing. Between photograph one and two, and she literally went click, click. That's how fast she went. I noticed after click number one, there's a snake at my elbow where I'm leaning. And I panic so badly, I pull my arm away, head down, and I begin to run out as she goes click. But I've now exposed the, the top gone. of my head. It looks like the hair leapt off of my head because I saw a snake at my elbow. That's how bad. So I'm. you know what else I want to post? In prepping for this, we talked about animals and weird animals and yeah. people who collect weird animals yeah. and especially emotional support animals. Uh, because we always see at the at the like the farmer's market on a right. Sunday, the guy with the cockatiel on his shoulder right. or the exotic pet screaming yeah. for attention. Yes. But there's a guy, his name is Joseph Hanny, who is an emotional support alligator that he takes to schools. He oh. carries it like a baby, oh. He sleep, but he sleeps with it and it looks so adorable. And I would never think that an alligator could have that kind no, of relationship with somebody. Sure, who would think? If you, if you see Amazing. the video, have you seen this Guggenheim, David Guggenheim? I, I, yes? I have. Is that, I is have. That, yes. it's, it's stunning, right? The thing is has a relationship you with know, the guy. I hope it works yes, out. Yes, he too. walks it. It's he working out. It. He's had it for a long time and, now. And I promise you, before that animal and he part from this world, <laughs> Something's it's, it's going to be sitting next to me on an airplane because <laughs> I get the people who bring... They're emotional support animals. Okay, please. I don't understand that world. We should do an episode about emotional support animals and people that need them and why it happens. I don't mean to 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 denigrate anybody, but for God's sake, yeah, I yeah, have seen yes, you do. ferrets. Yes, you do. I have seen <laughs> potbelly pigs. I have seen somebody brought a peacock. A peacock on an airplane. I didn't sit next to that one, but it was so there. you and you I'm say going, you don't what wanna... are we? Where are we? What are we doing? What kind of person has the whole world of animals to pick from? And says, I don't want a puppy. I want a peacock. <laughs> I need a peacock. <laughs> a flamingo. I need an alligator. I need a flamingo. An emotional support alligator. alligator. Check this out. How, 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 usually these are for people who have anxiety and it calms them. How anxious do you have to be to go, you know what I need? Alligator. Guggenheim, <laughs> is this not the most passive, sweet alligator? I mean, it's stunning, right? It's really shocking. Yes. What this relationship They seem is. to have a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Have you seen it, Jason? No. Well, okay, you, you got to watch it. Put it on the website. Okay, thank All you. All right. Thank go you. ahead. What did we learn? What did we miss? Yes, yes David. Yeah, the, the, the periscoping, that's that's quite a it's thing. It's unsettling. Um, animals that are not supposed to be in Florida are are quite <laughs> quite <laughs> numerous. Um it just really starts with with the, the Burmese python. There are five hundred non-native fish and wildlife have been reported in Florida, and there are fifty-eight of those uh, species who are established, which means they're they're uh, they're, not going they're mating. They're yeah. they're doing just fine. You're not going to get rid of them now. Fifty eight. Well, maybe that's not too bad. Well, fifty eight is twice as many as the next most uh, diverse non-native reptile and amphibian community, which would be Hawaii at thirty two. So everything loves living in Florida. So apparently, we should say David's far. It's because they don't have state taxes. <laughs> Can I <laughs> add to that though? Because yeah. this is yeah. a big point. It's a true point. If you're listening, you can go, well, you're talking about snakes, but that doesn't impact me, et cetera. It does because with the climate change, with, with, with it's getting warmer and warmer, yeah. species are moving because their environment is no longer their native environment because it's changed so much as sure. far as temperature. Right. So they're all, a lot of species are moving to other places. So you're talking about invasive species. The planet is changing in a big way as far as invasive species. So we're going to have some problems and things we got to figure out. 
when we had the rodent guy, the rat expert, I mean, he said the way to eradicate the rats is to change our behavior. The only way to do it is to change our behavior. Our behavior, right. But if they've got half a million pythons down there and yeah. they're moving north, and we've got areas that are now cold, areas that are flooding. Yeah. That animals are going to be moving out of those areas. You're well, what we've about... learned, Peter, is all you have to do is get a black baggie, jump on the head, <laughs> put it on there. and put the baggie over the head, and these things are little puppies. I'm yeah, going to try that with my cousin. Scratch Christ... behind the ears. Do they have ears? I don't know. At Christmas, I'm trying that with my cousin, because nothing calms him down. I'm going to try that. Right? And say, I guess. Help. may need help. I don't know. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> we've talked about snakes, and I'm, I'm squeamish, and I'm done. But we talked about invasive speech and how important that oh, is. So no. I've been to your neighborhood. There's something invasive speech there that I didn't anticipate. And believe me, when you're there, you're an invasive speech. And by the way, I love that Google Home talks about that. You know how many things came here that shouldn't be here? You moved there. Yeah. You but moved there. You weren't say, from you're there. You're in Florida, <laughs> for God's sake. I am. Exactly. I am an invasive exactly. species. Yeah. Yeah. You also have yes. invasive snowbirds every and, winter. But they come down. David, just know if we have to get rid of you, little cluck to the head, you'll be unconscious. And then it just a by little way, Wait, 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 wait. Well, on that. Just if you got the, the, the if you got the things head already, yeah, shouldn't you just do it off instead of let's lull them into sleep and then that's we'll kill not, them? No, that's not. It's considered humane. If you're killing them when you're stunning them, why not just you're get not it over with you're quickly? Stunning them, you're not. That doesn't kill them. That stuns them, so you can't feel. So if pain. I'm a snake, I'm going to get it over with already. What's with this? With the with well, here's the problem. Even if like you know this, if you behead the snake and you go, okay, we're done, it's still doing its thing. The body can still coil. The head can still bite. But if you do the no no country for old men thing and do the boom, that, you did, that wasn't too them. It, right, it stuns them. They're fine. they're essentially brain dead, but they're not dead. They could still turn around dead. and go. Eh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm biting you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's go on a hunt for one episode. Yeah. You and me on a hunt. Exactly. Oh, thank you very yeah, much. I'm, I'm going to the airport. I'll see you. I'm getting my plane ticket. I'll see you in the Apple Games. Gonna go kid. snake surfing. See you later. <laughs> Go ahead, announcer Noah, snake us away. Really? No, really. Really? No, really. As another episode of Really No Really comes to a close, I know you may have heard the legends of the lost city in the Florida Everglades and are wondering what the deal is. Well, I'll tell you all about it as soon as we thank our guest, Amy Suey. On X, she is at Amy Suey. On Instagram and YouTube, she is at the Python Huntress. And if you want to see Amy capture her biggest python single-handed, you can watch her on her website, pythonhuntress.com. Find all pertinent links in our show notes. Our little show hangs out on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and threads at Really No Really Podcast. And of course, you can share your thoughts and feedback with us online at reallynoreally.com. If you have a really, some amazing fact or story that boggles your mind, share it with us. And if we use it, we will send you a little gift. Nothing life-changing, obviously, but it's the thought that counts. Check out our full episodes on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, and tick that bell so you're updated when we release new videos and episodes, which we do each Tuesday. So listen and follow us on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, was there really a lost city hidden in the Everglades? Well, as far as researchers know, there sure is. Or was. It's believed the city was originally a Seminole village. During the Civil War, it is rumored that almost 40 Confederate soldiers may have hid out there with a considerable fortune in stolen gold, only to be killed by Seminole warriors. Why the city might have been abandoned is unknown, but according to the Florida Sun Sentinel and other sources, 
famed mobster Al Capone built a three-acre compound there to house an illegal saloon from which he produced moonshine during Prohibition. Today, vegetation has reclaimed this area of the Everglades, and no one is precisely sure where the lost city is, as no roads have survived leading to it. The Seminoles still consider it holy ground. This may partly be because the lost city is considered the home of the legendary skunk ape. A sort of relative of Bigfoot, the skunk ape has been spotted, photographed, and even encountered, but never actually proven to exist, much like my residual payments for this program. Really is a production of iHeartRadio and Blase Entertainment. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.orgslash CD for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.